Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flawcast Network. This is your host speaking, Justin Ruff, the owner of LeBron Kings, the guy who is currently fighting his butt off in the Toilet Bowl Championship. And of course, we'll go over that here shortly. It is December 17th, one month, or I'm sorry, one week away till Christmas. It is getting to the holiday season. Uh, so this is why there has been limited uh, episodes of the Flawcast. Of course, myself busier the last couple months due to basketball. And Scott Benzing, our commissioner, has been busy because of the holiday season. So don't just think because we have not been on recently that we do not care about the floggies. Um, you know, as, you know, life life gets to you, and it, it, it's dif- more difficult uh, to jump on and do an episode here. Not going to be a long one today because I'm currently on the clock. Um, I am at home today. I usually haven't been working from home lately because of basketball, but I had to uh, be home today to. Up, you know, open the door for the Nipsco guy. So I asked to be work from home, and they said yes. So of course, saw my window to jump on and do a quick episode. Of course, we are at week two in the playoffs. So final, this is the final round. Last week, here we go. Balls deep in heaven, right here. This is what we've been waiting for all all season. The very last week of fantasy is this week, and you know Monday was completed. That completed the very uh, the, the second to last round of the the tournament and the playoffs. Of course, really, there's only two games, two matchups that are you know currently going on that people really care about the other two are fighting for basically bat bragging rights um, for placing in to get uh, in the uh, draft if you will um, so basically that's that's what they're fighting for uh, two two guys are fighting for um, the championship the belt the ring the the bragging rights and the money um, all those come in to championship, you know, of course, first and second place, they do receive money, but the first place gets the majority of it, uh, you know, a banner, a ring, a, a belt, all that fun stuff, and of course, you get to brag about it for a year. Uh, two guys are battling for that, and the other two guys, including myself, of course, uh, are bat- battling for uh, bragging rights of not having the worst team in fantasy and you know going through those punishments is never an enjoyable thing i had to experience that last year and it was not fun so uh, of course one of those two losers are going to be experiencing it this year and of course i feel like it's more exciting in the you know toilet bowl than it is the championship uh due to seeing you know who who you're going to pick on for the rest of the year um, it's not enjoyable being in it. Of course, this is my, you know, embarrassing to say, this is my third year in a row being in the toilet bowl. Uh, my first year, I, you know, I kind of got, you know, kind of was unfortunate. Um, that was probably my worst team. I think it was worse than um, this year. I think this year I just, you know, had a lot of bad luck on my side. But uh, three years ago, um, I just did not have a good team at all. 
and I went to the toilet bowl. It was before the other two uh, incomers came in, and we had four weeks of battle of the toilet bowl with my with my buddy uh, Kuhn, and uh, he beat me three out of four weeks. But one week, my team just went off, and you know, it they went off well enough that I you know I had a good league, and I ended up beating them. Got extremely lucky, and I escaped the toilet bowl last year. Of course, uh, I don't even believe I should have been in the toilet bowl championship, but of course, uh, Marcus got lucky again, like he did this year, and he he escaped the toilet bowl championship. And I ended up with Jake McKinley, and ended up getting my 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 weenie cut off by Jacob, and I lost my first toilet bowl this year. Um, you know, of course, currently, if you know, if you want to look at the score, let's dig deep into the score right now um, of the Toilet Bowl Championship because, of course, that's the only one that people care about. Um, the LeBron Kings going up against the high flying Hawaiians. I'm currently ahead of Jake McKinley at this time 179.2 to 155.1. That's 24.1 fantasy points. So all Jacob needs to do is score 24.2. More points than I do this week, and he ends up escaping a back-to-back toilet bowl uh, victory here. And I will repeat for the first time in flog history, I will repeat the flog uh, toilet bowl championship so that is not a thing i want to put on my resume um you know of course i've i've ranted on about connor limbach winning of course he's won a championship um, but he's also won two toilet bowls and i do believe and i still believe that if you win two toilet bowls that erases a championship and of course the way he gets it um you know he ended up Sucking one year, and then he got a good position in the draft. He did good the next year. Sucking the next year, got a good uh, draft pick, and then he did well the next year. I mean, that's just how it is. And, of course, uh, Kuhn defeated me last week and got him out of the toilet bowl, and he's got good picks ahead of him for next year. So he's in a good position uh, to have a good, successful year next year, Good, a lot of amount of early draft picks. But we will see how that goes. Uh, my team didn't do too bad last week, of course, scoring my second highest points of the year. Uh, I think it was like maybe three or four weeks ago, I had 181 against Scott Benzing, defeating him, no big deal. And um, I ended up scoring 179 points this week. Uh, you know, with my team, you know, I had a few guys go off. Uh, Brissett was not one of them. The game last night was absolutely hideous, especially if you were an Indiana Colts fan. It was not a game that you would want to sit down and enjoy watching. It was embarrassing, so I'm not going to talk much about that. Uh, you know, Brissett, you know, he might be a guy that I consider possibly dropping and moving on because, of course, they go up against Carolina this week. He's in a, not a cupcake game, and he hasn't been, of course, the week before against Tampa Bay. He scored 24 uh, points, and that's something that I'm considering. But this week, he only put up seven, and that's not good when Jake McKinley's quarterbacks had a decent performance. Wilson finally putting up a decent performance himself. Uh, this is the first time since I've had him, and uh, I think this is my fifth week having him, that he has scored over uh 20 points so he hasn't scored over 20 points since week nine uh when he scored 44.1 points for jacob mckinley 
Uh, Nick Chubb doing work, of course. Uh, another good performance for him. Um, 22.3 fantasy points. Last uh, matchup when it went up against uh, Connor Lindback, of course, Connor was the one that gave Nick Chubb to myself. Um, he didn't do well against Nick Chubb, combining for those two. I mean, Nick Chubb didn't do well against Kuhn. Uh, combining two weeks of going up against Kuhn, he only gave me about 20 points. Uh, for week one against Skin, he gave me 22.3. So, I need a, a solid uh, performance just like that to defeat Jake McKinley from one of my main running backs. Todd Gurley got some garbage time at the end when the Rams were just getting pooped down their throat. I thought it was going to be another, uh, I think it was week 12 when they were going up against Baltimore. They were just so awful. They just didn't run the ball at all. But this week, you know, of course, they looked to score, especially towards the end. And I'm sure Scott Benzing's thrilled about it himself because Cooper Cup also got a garbage touchdown. Uh, kind of the same thing Todd Gurley did. So I'm sure Jake McKinley wasn't fond about seeing that towards the end of the game, especially the score the way it was um, against the Rams there. So. Uh, but, you know, he gave me points, so I don't care. 19.3 fantasy points for Todd Gurley, a receiving touchdown and a running touchdown. Solid performances. Uh, Hopkins having another good uh, good year, uh, starting pretty slow. He had three weeks, week two, week three, week four, where he scored under 10 points uh, those three weeks. But sent, he has not scored under 10 points since week four. So that is very, very solid. I think he's overall the wide receiver now, uh, fantasy uh, ranked third. So, of course, that's why he's one of the best wide receivers in the game at this time. Um, and, of course, he's going to be a keeper for another three or four years for my team. Um, of course, if, if if you're wanting Hopkins, it's going to be a very, very pricey uh, price tag. Uh, I'm talking three, three number one draft picks or a player two number one draft picks or a solid player, uh, something like that. So, of course, don't come up with a box of muffins and be like, hey, uh, what can I give this for Hopkins? No, he's he's a pricey guy, especially, of course, you know, when he was going down that three-week of misery, uh, you know, I had some offers, you know, some muffins thrown my way. I'm like, oh, he's not good. He's not good. Well, he is good. I don't want any muffins. Put those muffins back up your bum. I don't want them. So, of course, if any offers coming towards Hopkins to get Hopkins, please make it enjoyable for my time. Um, you know, besides Hopkins, my wide receivers haven't been the prettiest. Um, but right now, Devontae Parker and A.J. Brown have been very successful for me. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that those two would be my starters, uh, you know, two starter wide receivers, I would laugh in your face. A.J. Brown did very well for me, uh, 21 points for him. Uh, Devontae Parker was on my bench, but he did well too. Uh, and Jarvis Landry is another guy. Didn't do well last week, but he's been doing well in the past. I think he'll bounce back for this next week. And uh, another key guy who just, you know, a guy that I took about a week or so before the trade deadline, uh, Kenyon Drake is a very big uh, pickup for me. Him scoring, of course, four touchdowns for a total of 39 points. Dude's a stud. Um, I'm happy, especially after David Johnson's going down the poop hole, me gaining Kenyon Drake there. Um, 
going at looking at Jacobs uh lineup Melvin Gordon, I don't know what happened to him. I think Jacob said that he ended up getting benched, possibly. Not really sure there. Only running the ball, I think, seven times for 28 yards. Only 4.9 fantasy points. So I need another performance like that. Under 10 points for Melvin Gordon. Hopefully he doesn't come back angry and scoring over 20-plus points. That will hurt me, help Jake. Not want to see that. So hopefully it's something similar to last week. Josh Jacobs. Uh, did pretty solid, 24 attempts, 89 yards, only put up 11.9 points. But, of course, he saw a lot of value in the in the rushing attempts. So I'm sure Jacob McKinley really loves to see that. Um, Julio Jones was another dude that went absolutely nuts. 31.9 fantasy points, two touchdowns, 130, 134 yards. So, of course, uh, Jake McKinley wants Julio to do something similar like that. Hopefully, uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars will shut him down and not have him score that high. Robert Woods was a no-show, 3.7 points. Also, Westbrook, 3.1 points for Jake McKinley. Freeman was also a no-show, 6.5 fantasy points, 3, uh, 39 yards. And also, no, no surprise here, Marvin, Marlon Mack, only 1.9 fantasy points. When you're down by 100 points, I mean, it's 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 tough to run the ball, especially to get the max. So, no surprise there. Of course, you know, you know, it really depends on uh, Jake McKinley's players' team, and if they, if you know, of course, he's running back heavy right now. He's got two in his flex, two in his running back core, of course, and so if they're not, their team not winning, it's going to be hard for him to uh, see productive numbers there we move on to the championship matchup of course we have the defending champion and uh, uh scott and i'm sorry not scott uh keegan scott the magic school bus going up against the blount force the current score is q 183.3 going up against keegan scott 165.9 the defending champion is down by 18 points or a little under 18 points it was very, you know, he's still in a good position to run by Quentin Blount. But Quentin Blount has been a horse running all year this year. Of course, he is losing some of his main guys, uh, Mike Evans being one of them. And uh, Ridley been a, a very solid flex option for Q. He's down for the rest of the year. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. Of course, it didn't really hurt him week one, but he didn't score uh, week one in the championship game but he didn't score over uh he did not score over uh 200 points and lately that's been a cute thing just freaking scoring over 200 points um he has not scored under 200 minus the first round of playoffs since week 11 uh so be interesting to see what happens here uh for q he had lots of players of course, <laughs> Lamar Miller, the absolutely freak study is doing work, um, giving Q thirty. I'm sorry, forty two fantasy points, five touchdowns. Yes, five touchdowns. The dude's an absolutely animal. Um, I mean, that's he has carried Quentin Blount's team. I mean, majority of the guys, you know, the other leagues have been majority of the guys who are in the playoffs. Right now, fighting for a championship, they have Lamar freaking Miller as their quarterback. I mean, it's just it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes last year. The dude was absolutely insane. This year's Lamar Jackson. Dude's a freak. So, 
Um, very great pick for Q, and he's carrying them all year. Um, Fournette didn't really have the best game, 9.8 fantasy points. Derrick Henry also under 10 points as well. He only put up 8 points or so. Amari uh, Cooper you know, didn't put up anything at all. Only one catch for 19 yards, 2.4 fantasy points. So, of course, those are downs for Quentin Blount. But on another side, he did have Tyler Lockett who went off 22 points, one touchdown over 120 yards. Also with Miles Sanders putting up a very decent, very good performance. Um, 32.2 fantasy points over 100 yards as well. He found a dime in the old man AP, uh, putting up 16.6 fantasy points, um, throwing in a touchdown there as well. So like I said, he's doing this without Evans and uh, Calvin Ridley. Uh, he did have Shepard on the bench putting up a decent amount of points, about 15 or so points on the bench. But looking at Q, uh, Keegan Scott's team, of course he's down by 18, 17 points. But he did have some injuries as well. He had Dalvin Cook falling down you know, at the, at the first quarter, I believe, only running the ball nine times for 27 yards. We'll see what uh, Keegan Scott does here. Of course, he has Madison as a uh, handcuff, but, you know, there might be some other options there for Minnesota who does, you know, that has Madison not getting the primary touches, uh, Cook's touches there. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Also, a guy falling down is uh, uh, Godwin. I was about to say who was it, but of course it's Chris Godwin getting hurt. He did uh, give up 14.6 fantasy points over 100 yards. Uh, I think it was in the third quarter is when he fell and got hurt. But it's definitely going to hurt. As of right now, I don't know any uh, status of if he'll be returning right now. He's labeled as questionable. Uh, so we'll see uh, how bad that will hurt Keegan Scott in the long run. Especially with Dalvin Cook. See how many touches he will be getting. Uh, Aaron Jones have another great performance. uh, Two touchdowns, 17 yards. Um, Adam Thielen finally coming back. Felt like he retired. Uh, Only getting up three catches, 27 yards for a total of 4.5 fantasy points. But he hasn't played since week nine. So we will see if any of that will, uh, you know, the rust will shake off that game and he'll have a breakout performance in the last week of the playoffs. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, good performance as well. Seven catches over 100 yards, um, 19.8 fantasy points, throwing in a touchdown there. Of course, Odell's a no-show. Um, I'm kind of happy that I got rid of him because I, I would have done something else. You know, No-show, I guess. This is actually a good performance for Odell. Uh, eight catches, 66 yards for 10 fantasy points. Um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Out of the last seven weeks, eight weeks, I'm sorry, he has scored over 10 points three times. And of course, that was including three, uh, I mean, last week. So, you know, two weeks before last week, he scored four. So the dude is just so inconsistent. Yeah, Keegan, I mean, you can blame, you can blame uh, Baker Mayfield, but you can also just blame Odell. His effort's not there. Um, you can tell he just doesn't want to play for the Browns, and he's not cutting as fast as he used to with the Giants. So, um, 
once the season's over us, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss if, if Odell is a keeper material. I think on uh, the Magic School bus, he is not. I think there's other guys that he'll keep way before Odell. So maybe uh, King of Scott will throw him in the trading block and see what he can get off of him. I'm, you know, most likely probably not going to be getting a first-round draft pick, what he gave away. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We never know. So a good matchup between those two bozos and fighting for a champion should be interesting to see. The next two matchups are uh, two guys, I mean, two teams, you know, of course, fighting for draft picks. Nothing too crazy here. The Juju's in the attic. 174.9, fighting for that third-place battle against Savage Patch Kids and TC. He is the only one scoring over 200 points this week, 204.2 to be exact. And uh, uh, he's in a good position to get that third-round draft pick. Or, I'm sorry, the third overall pick in the next in the next year uh, draft. Uh, Drew Brees went absolutely nub, of course, Nuts, he you know, had a historical night, putting up four touchdowns over 300 yards, 32.7 fantasy points, 32.2 to be exact, I'm sorry. Um, great performance from all of his Saints players going nuts against Colts. Um, you know, Kamara only putting up 11.4, but, you know, that was good, you know, good numbers there. And Michael Thomas putting up 24.8. Mark, uh, DJ Moore, uh Putting up over 100 yards, 16.3 fantasy points. McCaffrey, of course, having a breakout performance, 33.5 fantasy points, two touchdowns there. Michael Gallup uh, didn't really do much with only one catch, one point. And uh, Ingram wasn't in there. Chris Carson was, but he only put up... um, only put up two touchdowns, no big deal. 26 fantasy points for Chris Carson. Great performance there overall for TC. Uh, Juju's in the attic, uh, not the best performance from uh, Deshaun Watson. Of course, two touchdowns, but threw two interceptions there. Uh, could have been a 22 or so uh, game for Deshaun, only putting up 18.8 fantasy points. Mahomes. Uh, 24 points from him. Le'Veon Bell didn't do anything crazy. 9.8 fantasy points, 87 yards. Mark Ingram, you know, doing very well. 23 points for him. And Tyreek Hill, 21 points. So those are pretty good solids there for Scott. A negative is Murray Sanders, only 1.9. And Singletary didn't have the best game Um with only 7.9 fantasy points and Hunt as well, point over 10 points. So that's you know that's something that that's a positive for J, uh for Scott Benzing. We'll see about next week who's going to be getting that third round pick, third overall. So you know the next in the toilet bowl bracket, not championship, is Marcus Terry going up against Coon Squad. Coon Squad is smushing Marcus Terry. 130 for Marcus, and 160 for Kuhn. Uh, Kuhn had a pretty solid performance from his two-headed monsters, uh, Barkley and Elliott. Uh, Allen Robinson did pretty well with 16 points. Uh, just a great overall performance for uh, uh, Rob- Allen Robinson there. And Eckler also putting in 10 points. And Metcalf 
putting in a touchdown for 10 points. Marcus, I'm sure Jacob McKinley is very frustrated that Marcus didn't do this last week uh, or the week before. Uh, just nothing, nothing going for him this week. Joe Mixon did put 17 points up. Philip Lindsay only putting up three. And Stefan Diggs with Adam Thielen returning only putting up 10 points. So with Marcus Terry, of course, he, he, he's in the same boat as he was last year. I think his team was weaker than it was last year. But, you know, once the season's over us, we will discuss um, who his keepers might be. I'm still clueless uh, who they might be, but, of course, I think – Joe Mixon might be ahead of that, but we'll see. He has a couple wide receivers who are on borderline of keeper material. So we will see, you know, how everything pans out. Um, so those are just the overall matchups. And like I said, I'm not going over much today. Um, this is the final week, and we will see who will will have the belt, the ring, all the money. And will it be a new champion? Will it be a guy who has experienced the low? has experienced the toilet bowl and being naked, feeling that very cold toilet on your bare body um, and having people laugh and pointing at you, taking pictures. Will he experience cutting down the nets, if you will, championship battle? Will he you know, drink a nice glass of wine in celebration of his victory, popping champagne, whatever the case might be? Will he wear the belt? For the first time in his career, it's very. He's been on top all all year. He's been a guy who has um, been criticized of how crappy his team has been, but now he is in a great position to win this championship. Or will it be a guy who has lately uh, showed his his true colors, not wanting it as much as he was at, like he wanted last year? Last year he wanted it. He he was hungry for the belt. He was hungry for the title. Uh, this year, you know, he, there's multiple uh, times there where he he shows that he's not all in. He's not as hungry as he used to be. Yeah, he'll probably say that he wants the title. He wants back-to-back championships. The first time in flock history since that's happened. But I just don't think that he is all in. Um, Multiple times, you know, question marks of what Keegan Scott has done. Um, but, of course, that's everybody. I mean, he's in a better position than I am. Um, he's a better fantasy player than I am. So, but who am I? Uh, you know, I, I'm on the radio show, you know, talks Max. So, you know, don't judge me. But I'm judging Keegan for the way he's been playing this year. And he's gotten lucky to make championship game uh, because his effort is just not 100% like it was last year. Will he... Have will he keep that belt in his house? Will he wear that belt once again and repeat for the first time in vlog history? I say no, but he's he's in a great position, only down by eighteen points. Um, Dalvin Cook is still, you know, he's he's not a hundred percent out yet, and Chris Godwin, who knows? He has two of his main guys still injured, but we will see. It's totally totally up to his guys and how they will do. It is one week, fellas. We have one week left to decide a, a championship, a champion, or a toilet bowl, a very bad fantasy football team. And we will see which one will will pan out. Will it be a guy who's Again, you know, in the Toilet Bowl Championship will be a guy who has uh, experienced victory, 
um, you know, very he's very low on his 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 career at this time. Sorry, I got cut off there. Um, but uh, going back to what I was talking about, will it be a, a toilet bowl champion? Will the toilet bowl go to a guy who's experienced victory, uh, two time champion? Um, now he's going down a slide in a very dark path in his career. You know, back-to-back toilet bowl appearances. Will it be that guy? Or will it be a guy who's experienced three years of toilet bowl? And, uh, you know, he's a toilet bowl champion last year. And his team is just awful. He's an awful fantasy football player. Will it be him? Um, you know, it's very it's very interesting to see how all this pans out. Um and I'm curious, you know, of course, I'm I'm not high on my team right now. You know, only winning four games this year, and it's very, I'm not, I'm not satisfied only being up by 23 or 24 points. I guarantee you that I counted all the times that Jacob McKinley has scored and I scored. There's multiple times he has, you know, has outscored me by 24 points. So my team can definitely poop the bucket. Very, very easily can. So we will see. I hope not. Hopefully I will be on next week, boys. And Well, actually, it's Christmas time next week. So we will see uh, when the next time I will be on. No promises. Uh, Everybody have a very great Christmas. Spend time with your families and friends. Of course, TC will be coming in in a couple days. So hopefully we will see him have a couple brews and enjoy maybe a live episode of the Floggies. Again, no promises, but we will see. Uh, Thanks so much, guys. You have a great rest of your day. I do have a ball game tonight, so wish me luck. We have been sucking lately, so hopefully uh, we will... Uh, pull out a victory tonight. So thanks so much, boys. You have a great day. This has been the Flawcast Network.